What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Mind and Body Alignment Podcast, where we are stepping into the best version of ourselves every freaking day. We talk all things fitness, nutrition, psychology, mindset, spirituality, business, everything that's going to help you get to that next level of your life, guys. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you for joining me today. And while you're at it, while I have your attention, please, please consider subscribing and give us a review of five stars in the podcast app for Apple. And if you love me, please leave a review. Even a few words really helps me reach more people. So thank you guys in advance. If you don't know me yet, I am Christy Roberts. I'm your host on this wonderful journey together. I am a certified nutritionist, personal trainer, online coach. I do online fitness, nutrition, and life coaching. I'm a life coach as well, soon to be certified in that. So I thank you guys for joining me today, and let's dive into this episode. We're going to be talking about compassion is king. This is something that I think actually is kind of controversial now because a lot of people have a lot more of a cold approach to things. Our society and culture has changed a lot, I think especially with the pandemic and just being more on our phones, being in between a screen all the time. I think people have lost the that fabric of humanness, <laughs> humanity. And so we're going to be talking about how compassion is king and empathy and narcissism a little bit. So I hope you enjoy the episode and please leave a comment, leave a review, message me on Instagram, guys, follow me on Instagram, let me know your thoughts and I will see you in the episode. Thanks, guys. Well, <laughs> I am coming here today with just a lot on my mind, a lot that has made me reflect on the last year in 2020 and what's helped form me into the person I am today. And it's been a lot of uncomfortable growth and a lot of observation of the society that we're currently in and the culture that we're in. And in ways, I actually found myself conforming in certain avenues of my life and then completely rebelling in others and I kind of wanted to talk about that dichotomy today and how our culture is really um it's becoming a very narcissistic culture as well as a cold and distant culture with cancel culture rampant um I really see a lack of empathy in people and I won't lie if I would be lying honestly if I said I hadn't been affected at some points by this culture especially on TikTok like canceled cancel culture and um, toxic TikTok was always pushed to my feed so that's what I was consuming especially in like dating TikTok and just all of that. I was consuming a lot of that. So I kind of want to unpack that and leave this 
podcast as a reflection of this point in time of our generation and where I think we can make some changes and where I think we should be shifting and also just an accountability moment for myself to head back to my roots of just a compassionate and empathetic person, which I always am. And I wouldn't say that I was super affected by this culture, but it is sad to see how we have changed as a culture, especially in this country and how how a lot of people are walking on eggshells in their relationships and in their interpersonal relationships. And so I just kind of wanted to talk about that today and unpack. (laughs) So I guess I would start with a little bit of background. I think that's important because I, it all changed. It all changed when I became single last year and, or 2019, sorry. So I would say genuinely a lot of this culture that I'm going to be talking about is actually very specific to Gen Z and millennials who could be single, um, could have had failed relationships. I think that there is like this dark, lonely black hole in people that has just kind of spread across the country, maybe the world, I don't know. And so I just kind of wanted to talk about that and use that as a baseline and hold myself accountable to it as well, because I've been guilty as it of it as well. And I think it really stems from a generation that has to do some inner work of healing rather than continuing to project and hurt people. So I got out of my last relationship in 2019 and I was pretty crushed. I was, it really hurt me and In retrospect, it was the best thing to happen to me ever (laughs) to get out of that relationship, to be broken up with, but the way in which it was done was very hurtful and a major rejection. And I hadn't realized how deep my relationship wounds had been prior to that rejection. But to make matters worse in that situation, after that situation, I started talking to this guy I really liked, and he was even worse. (laughs) Um, He was my first introduction into what the dating world can be right now, especially this is before pandemic and I think it just got worse in the pandemic honestly but all the hot and cold behavior just an influx of feelings love bombing and then ghosting and this is my first experience after a very 
raw and vulnerable like breakup which I also had shared with him and opened up about and I'm not going to blame this person at all because we are all products of our environment so it's just projection of insecurities from one person to another but this was my introduction into the dating culture in 2019 and I was stunned at this because I had been in a relationship relationship for three years so I was not on the apps I was not experience I would the only people I would meet and talk to were people in person because I like from jobs or from school only guys I would interact with were in person and they all seemed amazing and nice and I was in a relationship anyway so I didn't think of them as more than a friend but I didn't realize how toxic this online dating situation really is and how much people manipulate through social media through the internet and I'm guilty as it of it as well I'm not gonna release myself of any blame because I I just thought I was playing the game for a little bit and I think a lot of our culture has experienced rejection after rejection or there's just some sensitivities that I'd say growing up in a world that's online where we're just seeking that validation online, we're posting our lives online, we're looking at likes, we're texting our friends or if we're not texting our friends we're like what's wrong with the, with me I have no friends you just get caught up in the social online space and then when you're not getting attention from a certain person who was giving that to you it's a codependency that's created through phone if that makes sense and I think a lot of us fall into these traps and this is something that I didn't realize I was a part of on my on all aspects in my friendships there was a codependency in my business like the phone was creating a codependency and in my relationships it was creating a codependency it's it's very interesting and I think that we start to form this avatar of who we think we are or who we want to be and we try and put on this appearance that everything's okay and that we are this person and we look at these other people on online and we either like want to be them or we want to be with them or they seem perfect and we look at ourselves and compare whatever it is i think it's really messing with people psychologically and especially in the dating realm because there's so many options yet 
for me, I still like can't do online dating that much. So I don't get it. Maybe I think it's different for men and maybe some women are good at it, but I don't think my brain functions that way where I can, I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> I just don't like it. I haven't liked it. I've never met someone off of Tinder. I've never met up with someone. Actually, just kidding. Once. But it, like, was just for a party, <laughs> like, years ago, like, 2015. So, I wouldn't say I'm very experienced with the online dating realm, but I digress. Back to what I was saying. So, we're creating our identity around this online persona and how we show up for our followers, how we show up for other people. And then when you have someone that you like added into the mix, you're thinking about how they perceive you. You're trying to keep their attention. You're trying to get them to text you and all of that stuff. And especially when you come from a rejection, it's just like, it's just like on X Games mode, bro. Like you are just like, Ooh, fiending for that attention. That's just my experience. I will admit that. Oof, I cringe. I cringe at that shit right now because, girl, I just want to like give that bitch a hug. <laughs> Come on, girl. Like, chill. <laughs> um. Anyways, so. We're creating our personalities online. I think that a lot of it can be so helpful. TikTok has been really helpful for helping me learn more about psychology, healing, and even like little DIY hacks and stuff like that. I've learned so much from TikTok and that's cool and all, but it started to get to a point where it was teaching me how to be more manipulative, how to get attention, how to keep attention. It started bringing like tarot card readings, which please stay away from the tarot cards. Please do it. Just don't. We can do a whole nother podcast on that. Don't fucking do it, bro. Girl. Love. Whoever. Don't do it. Don't read, don't look at tarot, don't go to a psychic, I promise, it's just going to make things more confusing. Okay, so, yeah, I'm getting all these things pushed to me about, like, oh, your true love is coming, like, da-da-da, oh, wait, no, like, hold out for this person, da-da-da-da, or if you want someone to text you, do this, and it's just, we are not wired for this um, like influx of information and stimulation i think it just puts people's brains on overdrive and then they become so numb and avoidant because there's just too much information coming in at once right am i wrong come on please someone put their hand up right now because like Bish, I am, I feel it. I felt it. I was there. I was there. And so this culture, if you know what I'm talking about, about toxic talk, (laughs) you know. It's like that whole, like, 
I leave you undelivered for three days kind of shit. Like, that kind of thing. The thing is, like, I was... this. These videos were coming up to me so frequently that I was just doing it subconsciously. I just, like, couldn't deal with answering a message. I couldn't deal with... I didn't have... I was caught up on one person so I couldn't give any attention to any of the other people and it felt like a, a cycle of everyone doing that to each other in the dating world of just like one person is one person like two people are caught up on different people but someone likes them and then they're hurt over that and it is a freaking mess and if you're in a relationship, God bless you. I'm so happy for you because, yeah, maybe this isn't a podcast episode for you, but you can possibly learn about how dating culture right now is so difficult and it goes beyond dating culture. I just wanted to start there and and talk about how it is creating this sense of narcissism in our society. And everyone is thinking of their lives through a phone screen. They're thinking there's a dissociation between who we are to our core, our identity, and then that extended version of ourselves where it's like you're looking through, you're looking through the window, through the glass at yourself and picturing yourself through the perceptions of everyone else who's watching you, everyone else who's got their eyes on you, wondering what they're thinking. And I know it's not just me because I have clients, okay? I work with people. I see it happen a lot. And it's just super unhealthy, guys. Let me just say this. You are not supposed to show up to try to get somebody to look at you or think about you or anything like that you should be showing up just to be authentic to yourself and then get the fuck out of there (laughs) on anything get the fuck out go in drop your nuggets get out okay that's like my new mantra with social media get off of it (laughs) get off (laughs) um but yeah so people are like creating this identity based on what they think is cool, what looks cool, how other people act. There's so much copying. And I'm not going to say it's all bad because it can be like the trendy stuff is really cute sometimes. And yeah, it's, it's amazing. But I think a lot of people have become so numb to their emotions and like looking deep within at where their voids are. I said it. I said it. People need to look at their voids a little bit more so they can heal that sense of them that's numbed out to the pain, that's using toxic coping mechanisms to push through, posting for validation of their toxic traits. I see this all the time. Posting Posting out of a coping mechanism, posting out of validation for a toxic trait, posting to get validation for how someone's treating them, which is not acceptable. Um, 
and just like caught up on the views, the likes, all of that. None of that shit matters. Who are you as a person? What happened to that? What happened to who you are as a person? I see all, I've, I've had guys like post, I see guys do this too. Guys, guys do a lot actually. <laughs> guys, y'all, y'all are, mm, y'all need a hug. Okay, I'm not going to even shame you. Y'all just need a fucking hug. <laughs> I got you if you're if you if you looking for a wife. <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um yeah, I see guys do this all the time. They're like posting to get attention. They're posting how good their lives are. Look at me, look at me. And I'm just like, oof. We need to heal this. Like, why? Whatever happened to having a conversation face-to-face with someone about how you feel, about if someone hurt you, tell them. If you want to date someone, tell them that you like them. Put yourself out there. Face the rejection. Face the rejection. Face anything that might take away that source of validation from you. It's okay because... You don't need external validation. You need the internal validation. You need to know that you are good regardless of the external environment. You need to know that you are good within, that you are your soul is filled up, that you're doing things that you're passionate about. You know your character is intact. You know that your direction is important and it has nothing to do with anyone else's trajectory in life. It's all about your path and what God put you here for. You don't need anyone else to validate that for you. You ha- you don't need anyone to direct you. You don't need anyone to to tell you that what you're doing is good because you should know that every moment in your life is perfectly divine. You are here for a reason and while it, there are some uncomfortable moments in your path, everything is setting you up for something amazing in the future. So we don't have a lot of people being told this or reminded of this. And I think that's the thing that I need to teach my children the most growing up. And I wish I had been taught this more, but I'm I'm really happy and, and grateful that I was able to recognize it and give to myself more and, and validate myself internally a little bit more. But children need to be taught this to find their source of happiness from within and be proud of themselves for their unique gifts before looking at others and thinking, oh, like, she's prettier, she's she can dance better, blah, 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 all that stuff. Like, no, you are you and that's perfect. And if somebody doesn't like you or somebody, it, it's not even about them liking you sometimes. It's this narcissistic culture it's numbed people out to the point where if somebody is narcissistic, they can't physically compliment you or give you the full validation that you need, that you quote unquote need from them that they've provided once and then take away because they're so insecure with themselves that they can't validate you. So that's why it's so important to find that sense of validation from within. And I think this culture has really stomped out the empaths and 
the compassionate people, the people who are here to help others, the, the people who love on each other. It's really drowned out a lot of us. And I really feel, I felt like that for a while, especially, honestly, guys, in dating, a lot in dating, because I just started to feel like nobody fit my standards. And it's okay to have high standards. I'm not going to say that I need to lower my standards to date, but I just... My, my dating experience has been really annoying and draining, and I think part of it is because I, I got so emotionally exhausted from men that then when any other guys would come around, they would get really upset with me because I wasn't giving them the attention that they wanted or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know completely. I didn't like them as much or whatever. Anyways... So sense of validation needs to come with from within and it's been so tough for empaths and people who are compassionate to thrive in this society and environment because we we thrive off of lifting people up but we're in a world now where people don't want to lift us up either. So it's like we have to lift lift up ourselves. Lift, we feel responsible to lift up others as well. And then when you see that others aren't willing to do it in return, it kind of hurts sometimes. If you're an empath or if you're if you're just a sensitive person, you're just like, oh damn, like, mm. <laughs> maybe you're not like as the person that I thought you were. Okay. Um, so again, we have to find that validation within and lift each other up and and support each other. And I think like this cancel culture is another example of something that is totally drowning out compassion and understanding for one another and just putting ourselves in other people's uh, shoes and I was going to say footprints. (laughs) putting ourselves in other people's shoes and walking with them and seeing where they're coming from rather than straight up seeing one word or one video or one thing and totally writing them off and doing everything to bandwagon against them, their careers and everything like that. People are freaking multifaceted and you... If you were totally canceled and written off for one thing, for one belief that you had or one one thing that you say that you may, like whether you believe it or you want to, you, you still need to grow and like into your opinions and stuff, like to be written off completely and to lose friends over that is like crazy to me. Like where... Like, why are people choosing... Like, people are straight up choosing to burn bridges and stay alone and sit in their room smoking and watching Netflix or sitting in their room depressed, whatever. Choosing that over a connection. That's sad. That's sad. And I had... I don't know, I was thinking of this professor that I had who was one of the most life-changing 
professors of my life, Dr. Cook. I don't stay in touch with him. I don't stay in touch with any professors because I'm just awkward like that and can be kind of like sensitive. (laughs) Sensitive, like I can be introverted in my ways, so I don't really stay in touch as much as I'd like to. But Dr. Cook changed my life and he was my global studies professor, international studies, I forget which class I had him for, oh, world economies, politics, and cultures. It was the best class that I took, one of the best classes that I took, and I learned so much. And his whole methodology, and he's been implementing this across his work and his books and his practice, I don't know exactly what he's done, I think he's teaching elsewhere and he published a few books now his whole methodology is about how compassion is king compassion is help is what assists with education it assists with connection it assists with learning it assists with success there is so much success to be experienced when you have compassion in a group when you have it in a culture when you have it in a relationship Because compassion opens you up for understanding and listening. I think listening above everything else and being able to see multiple perspectives to things and to to see things outside of what you deem as normal or what you deem as acceptable or what you deem as okay. And going beyond what your worldview is to see how we're all so different, we all have so many different perspectives, and being compassionate to someone else's walk and their experience. And I don't want to make this political, but I think we really are desperate for this compassion within our political system and our society's perspective on politics. We're so split right now, and I've been guilty of it as well because I'm not in a place where I go with the norm right now. Like, I used to be, like, you could call me, like, you could consider me, like, in the past, I was really social ju- social justice and pro-socialism. Um, and now I'm like, oh my gosh, no. Like, there's so many rights that get taken away with that. And while I think, I think there's, just things that you can pick from both capitalism, socialism, and it's just important to hear both sides. It's important to be open to both sides. It's important to be compassionate. And same with dating, guys. It's important to be compassionate where someone's coming from. I really tried to get back to these roots because I did feel numb to dating. I felt felt like I was kind of like, after the experience I have with this guy, like, just the hot and cold, like, I felt like I was acting that way, too, just subconsciously as a coping mechanism, and, I mean, it's okay to bring compassion into a situation, like, with this person I was dating, um, you know, I, I, I didn't feel like it was going anywhere, But I still was able to be a compassionate friend to him and 
to listen to him and I don't think it was it was definitely not the right it was not right for even well definitely not me but it's okay to be compassionate to somebody and also know where your boundaries are with someone and how much you want to give and that's human that's normal we all should have boundaries we all can have a limit on how how much depth we have with a person and it's okay to limit that you don't have to you literally don't have to be in a committed relationship with everyone to be there for them to be compassionate to be to be available you know I think or and you don't have to be completely cold and closed off and anti-social to set the boundary it ta- it, it comes down to combat compassion and communication communication and compassion compassion and communication and then compassion communication and compassion <sighs> i hope that makes sense guys i just think that we have a lot of of toxicity in our culture right now and I think it could be on the rise of getting better but we have been through a pandemic this has been just so overwhelming for a lot of us I know many people who have struggled with mental health issues throughout this time I definitely went through a little divot in my winter months this last few months and I was struggling a little bit um, actually don't want to downplay it it was hard for me and I couldn't show up that like that much for everyone else in my life um, but it's there's a difference between shutting off the world shutting out the world and being numb to it and not being open to connection and having that open heart space and being able to meet people where they are and being compassionate and wanting to have the communication. It's the people that don't want to communicate that have the problem. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. Guys, we need to communicate more as a culture. We need to be open and stop playing games like in your friendships, in your relationships. Stop the manipulation. Stop. That's never going to get you anywhere. It's might get you control. It might get you... A little bit of power in a situation but eventually that is going to turn around on you real quick and that's not going to be cute when it finally does the best way to approach any kind of relationship in your life is to have a beautiful clean heart open heart and genuinely want the best for that other person also have your own boundaries and communicate those boundaries but it's we're not going to get anywhere with this cold-hearted society. I truly believe that. And that is my little spiel for you guys today. I hope that it's <laughs> I hope that it made sense for you guys and it just helped assist with some thinking. Um yeah. So I wanted to shout out my clients for being amazing. At the end of this, you guys have done amazing and I love watching you grow every week. I love watching you step into the best versions of yourselves 
And if you wanted to join my team, I would love to have you. I would love to at least have a a conversation and talk with you about how I could possibly help you, how my team can possibly help you. I'm looking towards expansion of my team and it will happen. Um, So get excited. And if you've been thinking about starting your expansion, whether it's getting your dream body or it's finding balance and healthier eating habits, healthier lifestyle, or you need deeper work and deeper support with life coaching, please reach out. I am here for you and we can definitely thrive together. So I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you for listening and don't forget to give this podcast five stars and leave a review. It means the world to me. Thank you.